0: This is Dojo Live, Tech Without Borders: Stories That Bring Us Together.
1: Let's introduce
2: the show and our guest. Absolutely, Tulio. Thanks again for being uh, here with me today. One more, one more interview on Dojo Live, Tech Without Borders: The Future. No, the future from those creating it was like the previous one. But anyway, that, never mind about that. Okay, so thank you for being with
1: us today. Don't confuse the audience. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Cool. All right. We're about to change the format, guys. So we'll announce a little bit more in the weeks to come. But uh, for now, yeah. let's stick with the program. <laughs> okay, okay.
2: Let's get it started. Uh, so thank you for uh, being with us today. We're going to, in one more episode of Dojo Live, And um, thank you, my fellow teammate, Tulio Siragusa in L.A. Hi, Tulio. It's a pleasure to have you here as ever. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Thank you so much. And last but not least, I would like to introduce our guest. We are going to be having the pleasure of having a conversation with uh, Anand Deraviam. He is the Director of Strategic Technology Initiatives at AIRS, AIRS, is uh, a company, it's a global mobility strategy company focusing on moving your company forward. So Anand, thank you for being with us today. It's a pleasure and an honor.
0: It's a pleasure. Thank you, Carlos, for having me and Absolutely. excited to talk about uh, um, what you wanted to Absolutely. discuss.
2: Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that in a minute because I understand that there is a topic that we're gonna be elaborating around. Uh, but before we get into that, Anand, um, um, first things first. So tell us about, tell us and the audience, of course, about you and about your company, AIRS, please.
0: Sure. Um, so I'm Anand. Um, I'm the Director of uh, Technologies and Strategic Initiatives at Ares. What that means is that I part of my job is to um, talk to our clients and understand what their needs are and work with our uh, team to develop technology products um, to solve a problem. So what does my company solve a problem or what problem does my company solve uh, is in the space of mobility. So as you can see, corporate clients in across the world have uh, uh, talent, which they move from one location to another, either transfer or recruit somebody from a different country. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, They want, as a part of benefits and talent acquisition, they want to provide services to get the person um, into the um, location as quick as possible. So they hire us as a company to provide all the services related to the move or mobility. And we provide around a range of 28 to 32 different services. Anything resulting from uh, language training, cultural training, from moving from one part of the world to other, other, or tax services, immigration, or real estate, buying or selling your house, or household goods move. Um, so you you name it, and settling in services, etc. So what we try to accomplish is that to empower people's relocation so that they can be productive and they feel at home uh, as quick as possible in the new location they are moving to.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you so much, Anand. Um, and... Um uh, about the the topic that was chosen for today's interview, the topic is correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's tech in corporate mobility. So mm-hmm. you, we're gonna. I would like to ask you to elaborate on this topic. Why did you choose this particular topic, tech corporate mobility?
0: Please. Sure. Um, so just to elaborate on the problem, right? Whenever you're moving, and as you can relate to it, it's the most stressful. Um, event in anybody's life because you don't know anybody in the other location. Uh, You have to take care of things in the current origin location. So there are a lot of things happen and uh, our stats shows that uh, moving is the number three stressful event in anybody's life next to death and divorce. So as you can imagine that um, such a stressful event happens and um, we are trying to empower the person to have a better moving experience, right? So as we grow more and more, the expectation from the moving, the person who's being moved is that I need to have access to my information and knowledge 24 by seven. So how does that technology play into that? Is coming up with technology solution which can be accessible to the employee so that they can know at any given point in time What's going to happen in their move, and where they are in the process, and what to expect. So that's why we chose the topic tech in mobility space and talk about the evolution of technology in the mobility space of where we have been, where we are right now, and where we are going. Well, thanks, Anand.
1: Anand, I'm uh, you know uh, Carlos a little alluded a little bit about sort of where we're moving towards as a, as a show. Uh, which is really talking about culture specifically how to bridge the divide amongst cultures as a result of globalization, which is a Mm -hmm. big challenge today. So I'm I'm interested to learn more about uh, lessons you guys are learning, experiences you're having, best practices you're you're coming across, uh, situations that didn't work out so well that became good lessons as well. in this process because you're living it, right? You're moving people across borders, across countries. And I'm just curious to learn what is that process like Mm -hmm. for for people? Um, How much much does that entail? It's not just moving and relocating, right? What does that all entail that you guys do to make that possible for an individual going from one country to another, for example?
0: Sure. And I can talk about lessons learned, right? Because it's um, Um, Something which we encounter all the time. So uh, clients hire us, meaning like a corporate company, like uh, um, let's take an example of a, a company like Amazon or eBay or whoever it is. They hire relocation management companies. And most often what they think is that they make decisions about, somebody that he'll be great at this location because they have the right talent, they have uh, the right uh, potential to move. So they say, here you go, you're going to be moving from here to South America. Most often what they forget um, to do, which we help our clients is that, is the candidate right cultural fit or is his based on where he is in the life's journey, is he going to be flourishing there very much? And his family plays a a bigger role in that, that because once you go there, even though it's a career move, his spouse or the person's spouse may be leaving a job from one location and coming there, and then they don't work out. And and then eventually the entire move doesn't work out or the person has a kid and they don't consider international school and, and you go there and you find out it's a bad experience and, and they come back. So, so most often they spend tons and tons of money. And just, just to give you some range, you, you do three, three figure thousand dollars, somewhere closer to a million dollars. People invest in moving talent, right, from one location to another. And uh, we often then incorporate some level of candidate assessment pre-move. To say okay you have this location um, or this job he's the right fit from a, a talent perspective but re- is he a right fit more so from a cultural assessment perspective or candidate assessment so we encourage doing a lot more pre-screening of candidate assessment where we encourage the candidate to also set expectations of what it will be like going over there um, examples of that we encourage them to go to a look trip and with your family and see, hey, what's going on? Or is this a place where you would love to live for another three to five years or two years? Um, Or how about your immigration status? So all of that, we kind of do a, a, a comprehensive candidate assessment, which we provide to our client and say, okay, between three candidates you've chosen, this is the potential for success. And our consulting department provides great advice around that so that the clients can make an educated decision and uh, invest in the success of the mobility as well as for the employee too, right? So that's one of the lessons learned. We, we often encourage our clients um, and our clients know that well from um, getting familiar with type of candidate, candidate assessment and trying to understand more about the employee's personal situation when considering the entire work situation as well, does it make sense, Carlos? What I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, yeah, totally makes sense. So let me let me see if I can recap this a little bit. Absolutely, uh-huh. sort of, is uh, assessed whether they have the right skill set, obviously, right, for the job. Then there's the question of uh, there's the question of whether they have the right cultural fit, if you will, but then there's also the well adapt, will they adapt very well in a new environment, like in a new country, for example. Mm -hmm. So how do you go and determine that? Is there some specific things that, that you look for? You know, adaptability, emotional intelligence, how do you actually figure that out? You know, because I would assume that's probably pretty hard to predict how someone's gonna react in a new country in a different environment, are there some, some things that you guys have developed over time that says, you know what, this is uh, this is the kind of skill set or, or mindset capabilities that someone needs to have to, for them to successfully move into a new country? How do you do that?
0: Sure. It's always a collaboration with our client. There is no cookie cutter solution what we have, right? So I wish we could say we go through a candidate assessment interview, a psychological interview, and then boom comes the result out right it's always not that way it's always human people are complex and you never know so the first step what we do is we try to define what success looks like for the client meaning that what are you trying to accomplish by moving person from one location to another we even give them advice in terms of can you not find the talent locally can you get the talent locally because then you are overcoming the barrier of adapt- adaptability, right? But most often than not, there is a lot of business reasons of why your client would want to move a talent from one location to another. So that's the first step, trying to collaborate and understand what success looks like from a client perspective. Second, we do have a discussion with the transferee who's actually selected to go on a move and say, what does success look like to you? What are your primary concerns or what are your primary goals. And third, we also look at his um, personal profile, meaning that, okay, how does, um, do you have spouse? Do you have family? Do you have kids? And then consolidatedly, we come up with and said, okay, based on the client's objectives and the employer objectives, is there a match? There are some examples like immigration, right? Um, we even try to do a pre-assessment of immigration saying that, is this person going to, Um, be successful in this environment, right? Maybe because of political nature of how many times they would get an immigration visa, maybe it's not a, a possibility or it is good, but then they may not like the environment, right? Because if you're an expat and if you're going to Saudi Arabia, you have to live in a compounded area, right? Even the thought of it, some people like it, some people don't. So all of that we try to find proactively. But even after doing that, have that been successful 100% time? No, I would agree that it's not always that way. But at least it is better off. You're better off than not doing this, right? Because there is definitely some level of uh, red flags, which you can find out upfront than not knowing this and going into it and then realizing it later.
1: How are? Uh, I want to apologize for anyone who is watching on LinkedIn Live. We had a technical issue; that link dropped off. So uh, hopefully, continuing on here. But how are you using technology to facilitate all this? It sounds like a lot of different moving pieces, and quite often, I guess uh, many of us don't even think about all that it takes to make those kinds of moves. How do you? How are you using technology to help facilitate this?
0: Sure. So technology uh, means we, as a company, have three different pillars, what we do, what we believe in. One is definitely technology. The other is the people whom we service, or whom we hire to service the people. And third is the process, right? So let's, so we see it as three different um, pillars of a stool. So anything one breaks, the other one, like, you know, you can't sit on it, right? So but let me address your specific question related to technology, right? As Let's 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 talk about even myself, right? Um, about ten years ago, in like 2005, 2006, I always took a boarding pass with me, a physical copy, right? When I boarded a plane, um, chances are, if you now see, I use my um, cell phone as a boarding pass because it's convenient and available, and there is an app for that. So. Why am I mentioning that as an example? The expectation from consumers or any given person from of a technology that I should be able to do that via technology is increasing more and more because I nowadays wake up and I see I have smart blinds and it wakes me up and it, it rises me up. And then as soon as I get in, there is a Tesla car. It tells me all my appointments. So while everybody's expectations of technology in regular consumer life is growing, the same thing is expected when you're moving too. And more so because you want to know what's going on with your move to the minute or even integrating with partners. We work with a lot of our partners who provide services, right? Because we talked about multiple different services which the employee might receive. And our goal is to be that single point of contact, but also help realize the transferee that there are many parts in the pie, meaning that many people trying to provide services to you, and this is what you would expect. So an example of that is that when they when you open a mobile app, you would be able to see, okay, this is what is going to happen to you in the next upcoming week. And this is what to expect, and this is what you need to prepare for. And then next three weeks, what's going to happen next? four weeks or eight weeks out what's going to happen so that proactive level of communicating with the transferee and through technology really helps them set the expectation what to expect and also prepare well right so that way then i can if i have any questions then i can reach out from to my counselor or the people who are providing the services um, back and say okay, okay, I need to understand more. So that's how we are trying to provide technology to have more 24 by access and real-time data, which can help them understand what's going on with their mobility. Does it make sense? Does yeah. that answer your
1: question? What I'm hearing is one of the benefits of the of using the technology is that it eliminates the the stress or anxiety of not being in the know of what's happening, right? So it gives more transparency, visibility on everything. So I can plan my life a little bit better if I were to use the services. Tell him, tell us a little, and, and I want to open up to questions. If anybody has a question, they could submit them on Twitter, Dojo Live, and uh, please come up. or just interrupt us and submit those questions. Um, curious to learn about um, where you, what this landscape looks like. There, there has to be other company that provide these kinds of. Uh, it used to be called relocation services, now it's uh, corporate mobility. Obviously that's changed, right? But Mm -hmm. about the landscape, and what is it specifically about you guys that's unique that you're solving that would make someone want to contact you versus somebody else, for example?
0: Sure. Um, So as you can see, we are a mid-sized player in the market and there are a lot of companies who provide services ranging from anywhere purely technology company, right? And uh, which can provide only like full pure core technology. And uh, the other side of it is no technology at all or um, purely only customer service, right? So we believe in both and we we are a mix of people, process and technology. So we value all three of them to make sure that we have a well-defined process which we can execute through our technology and assist the employee by having that human interaction right so why would uh, somebody want to come to us like more often this relocation services or mobility service you're right uh, tulio that it used to be called relocation services in the past and now we are moving towards mobility because that encounter or that encloses a wide range of services right right so why would somebody want to come to us is that we definitely try to understand what our client needs are so we first ask the question what do we need what do you need because every company's culture is different some companies culture are very focused on employee experience meaning that i don't care what it costs for me to uh, move this employee just make it happen versus some company culture are cost conscious where they have defined policies and set and they want to move employees within that budget right so and then there are other people somewhere in between, too. So we try to understand from a client perspective what their culture looks like and what is the need and how do you want us to support? And then we go back and put together program, technology and people to match the culture of the company, to match the need of the company via technology. And also we define processes, too. So we are not trying to fit a uh, round peg in a square hole. Um, More so, we want to understand what the client needs are first, and then kind of provide our services, if that makes any sense. And I think that's, even though it might look cliche, that's what we value on, and that's what we provide. Our clients tell us more often than not, that you asked me first, you did not come to me with a sales deck of this is what you can do. You asked me first what your problems are, and then you go back to the drawing table and then give me back a solution what I needed rather than saying, this is what you need to do.
1: So what I've heard is that your unique proposition, what makes you different is, first of all, you're a mid-sized company, so you're, you're, you're focused in companies perhaps that normally wouldn't have access to these cap- capabilities unless they're a big corporate client. And but, but what i heard is you provide that high touch, concierge level, personalized service coupled with the efficiency of using technology.
0: Yep. That's exactly right.
1: Fantastic. So we talked about the difference between relocation and mobility and you made an interesting point. Today there's a lot of folks who don't live in a set place. They are constantly in the move. You know, I, I call them the Instagram generation, right there. <laughs> and but there's also CEOs of organizations that are constantly in the move, constantly visiting different locations, especially in very in very dispersed uh, uh, companies that have a lot of uh, locations in different countries. So does the service also provide a a capability where it can support someone who's constantly in the move? In other words, they're not just relocating for the next three years, but they're moving constantly. So they have, is this part of the service that you can support that as well? Because I would assume that's kind of a challenge too, trying to figure out what is it like going here and there? What do I need to be prepared for? Is that fit into the realm of what you guys are doing? Or is that something you're thinking about doing?
0: Actually, I mean, that's a very valid question you ask. And we realized like about uh, a few or two or three years ago that our mobility landscape is changing, right? Exactly to the point what you were talking about. Because if you look at five years ago, it was always a permanent one-way move or um, expats, meaning like you would go on a three to five year assignment. But as you can tell, there is a lot more, different types of mobility moves we call them the extended business travelers who move for business reasons for on a short-term basis or we have them the commuters who are like the CEOs who commute to a certain locations to certain places or we have rotational assignments too meaning that you stay in three months in a certain location and move to a, a three months to a different place and that's what you are all about so Or we had to adapt to those type of mobility services too and our our solution offering was entirely different even in the context of compliance to the company as well as back to providing customized coin seed service to the employee as well because what it what it takes to move an employee from three to five year is the type of services entirely different from an employee who's commuting and who's coming back to his Location every week or even every two weeks because then the type of services he they each needs are totally different. And Thank we service that. Well, we're,
1: we're coming up on time. It's a very interesting topic, and we will make sure that uh, on the page on the Dojo Live page, all the contact information is available for anyone who wants to take advantage of these services. Just one final question, and if uh, Carlos has any more, we can certainly chime in. But. Any words of wisdom you'd like to share for companies that have sort of been winging this on their own? (laughs) Um, Any words of wisdom in terms of what they should be thinking about when when really planning their employees mobility?
0: Well, um, I would definitely encourage them to think about from a multidimensional perspective, right? Um, One is what does success look like for them? And then also, Um, Understanding the need, and that's a cliche too, but we believe in that very um, well, because most often what you set out to do, you think that that's the problem, may not be the actual problem what we are trying to solve. So whenever we work with our clients, we try to ask five times the question, why? And we ask them, what is the problem we are trying to solve? And most often the five, by the end of the five whys, you end up with some other different problem what you're trying to solve than what you set out to be. And that's a lesson what we have learned um, that that don't just take any problem for the face value of it, but just try to understand and dig deeper and find out the need. Then you would want to then look at it from a holistic perspective, because there is always this, there is no one problem and one solution. There is multiple problems. And then you would want to understand multiple different solutions and then decide what is the best solution that could fit your need for the biggest problem you're trying to solve.
1: Well, I'm personally encouraged by your approach because uh, it doesn't treat people like assets or resources, right? You're not moving a piece of property. There's people and fathers' there's lives, there's emotions. And the, the more questions you ask, the more you dig in to understand what's important, the more likelihood you're gonna create a better experience for individuals. Uh, Thank you for speaking with us. Uh, Carlos, if you have any additional questions, please, we're pretty much up on time. Not really, Tulio.
2: The only thing uh, left would be just to make a very quick announcement about next week. Uh, I would like to just announce that next week week we're going to be speaking with Alex Rodriguez. He's the the president of a company named Yummy, Y-M-M-Y. And we're going to be speaking about profile building for business or reasonable but often ignore tips on how to increase closing rate and advancements in negotiations by selling you first. So that's the topic for next week, folks. And that's all I have, to Leo. And uh, again, if if there's any more questions from the audience, send them on Twitter and I'll make sure to get back to uh, to get them immediately back to Anand for comment. Anand, um, sincerely, thank you for having been with us today. It was a pleasure and uh, we look forward to being in touch with you. We encourage you to stick around for one minute just before we go off the air, just to wrap up, okay? Okay. Thank you, everyone. Ruben, take us off the air. Thanks, have a great day. Thanks,
1: Anand, thanks, Carlos.
0: Thank you.
2: Check out past episodes, transcripts, blogs, and more on our website dojo.nearsoft.com.